0: Put your tea Ooh. down, Grady. Get that was, away. That
1: was an icy slurp. Uh, I had to make slurp.
0: my presence known because Grady and I were having a stare down because he's got a big cup of tea, and I was just like, I have waited too damn long to be back <laughs> in the studio. This, is, this is the
1: extent of my slurp. Ready?
0: Mine? Aww, it's so cute. It's so mine cute. was exaggerated <laughs> for dramatic effect. I'm not an animal. Um, <laughs> welcome, everybody. We are back. We are back sitting all at the one same room. table. We Holy are Holy shit.
1: Yeah, we are all vaccinated oh, to yeah, the vast yeah. extent. So double dose. We got the uh <laughs> We got that, that vaccine flowing through the veins, and we're ready to go.
0: Microchip is all linked up with Microsoft. I got my game pass running through it. Uh, condolences to Bill Gates. Yeah, Sorry about your marriage.
1: <laughs> dude, Bill Gates already hit me up.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know. Like, through my, my microchip. He's yeah, like, hey, I'm single now, Just heard winky. Your vo- his voice in your <laughs> yeah, head. <laughs> through my microchip. Yeah, careful. Uh, I felt
1: the winky face in my blood. It was, like, curdling my blood. Anyway, uh, we're back. They're all listening.
0: Yeah, so this is super cool. Uh, we found out that... Uh, well, I don't have a microphone stand. Mine is on some boxes, and I just feel like <laughs> we lost some sponsorship uh, during the pandemic, so I'd like to do an equipment uh, re after this. Uh, but yeah, it's super cool. I mean, obviously, I've seen you guys socially distance throughout the whole thing, but it's very nice to be doing it live in person right here at Penetration Studios, which is what I'll still call oh it, even God. though there's no... Uh, I don't think that's what it is. I mean, technically the vacuum valve records moved
1: when we moved from SF, but not really because we don't really have an official studio anymore. And has anything been put out on that since that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the track we did riding against the wind that, that was here. Oh, okay. And Grady's mm-hmm. stuff, Grady stuff, all of his most recent stuff has been recorded here. Is Isan, do you own
0: the masters? Yeah, I own all the rights. Indeed. I actually yeah, did I, I, did I right. haven't released them. <laughs> Legally <under> that. <laughs> that's cool. Remember when we used to make music? We should do that again. We got Dude, some. We should do in. that again. We'll do that again. All right. Um on to today's episode. Albums that start with the letter S. <laughs> no, that's not it. Be so stupid. <laughs> what are we sesame Street? <laughs> <laughs> today's letter is S. Um, S. S stands for suck yeah <laughs> no um, um we're doing uh following i think we started doing this last year in order to try and stay hip and uh, on top of things today these episodes are all picks from the first quarter of 2021 so i think if i'm doing that's through the end of march right march 31st is at the end of the, the i think first that was quarter. the cutoff yeah yeah, that's the cutoff so all these albums dropped between january and march 31st so keeping things fresh um and as always we you know we picked um albums that
1: the three of us weren't you know familiar with as a whole we tried to pick stuff that uh, the other two wouldn't you know know very well so these picks are you know i would say a a bit more on the obscure side like they're not you know something that, that it's not like obscure but it's not something that I not guess, like a huge like, yeah a huge, a huge album in the main sphere of and the as always I tried whatever.
0: to pick something that Grady wouldn't like of course uh so I'm going first today and the album that I picked is by a band called Nopes um and the album is called Jork that's so how I, I feel when I listen to <laughs> it. <laughs> it's like Bjork but with Nopes. a d so Bjork yeah Jork um these guys are from oakland you know i found out today when i was doing research that uh they broke up this is their last album oh really they released it with the intention of it being their final record and what and what number in their uh archive or their discography is it three i think they were active beginning in 2014 so they're a yeah i always get nervous trying to do genre styles or whatever we you know it, it's come up or whatever but it's all arbitrary but i guess they fall under like it's punk hardcore kind of noisy um yeah like noise rock punk angular punk yeah um i like their description obviously it's not about the genre the style but the kind of music it is is unapologetically weird um (laughs) that's the genre yeah well that that's just the description of the album so sounds like someone's tinder bio i was (laughs) 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 um but these dudes i think they're they were a four-piece based out of oakland and this is their third and final album and it just the only thing that i have to say about it is this was i pulled this off of a playlist that uh cj the editor for merry-go-round magazine that i write for he put together a, a quarter one uh, playlist and grady the album that you picked was on there too oh so it was oh, it, nice. i was moving down i was moving down the list was mine um, on there no it wasn't interesting on there, but yours is good
1: I would I would expect that mine to be on there for C J, but maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong on his taste.
0: But um, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe couple... it was too too uh mainstream to put May- on there. Maybe yeah, it was a little. While. I know he
1: picks like a little bit more obscure stuff. So
0: yeah, I mean, there were a lot of th- like new bands that I hadn't fucking heard of, including this band. They're not even new; they've been around that long. I don't know who they are, but the minute that I put. I went on a walk around my neighborhood and I listened to the first album from that list. And I was kind of, like, I don't even remember who it fucking was. So that's how good it was that I can't tell you who it was, but this album came on and I was just like, Oh my God, this album <laughs> fucking rocks. It is just in your face, shredding guitars. Like it's a, it's a weird thing. Like, cause there's an element of like improvisation to it, but they're also very, very tight. Um, yeah, but just like screeching well, guitar solos, a lot of time signature changes, a lot of grooves. It reminds uh, me a lot of like that post rock, like Taramelas or
1: like um, Hella or like those types of bands that are just like shred. Like I don't know what you call it, but it's like shred post rock shred core.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they they shred, but like the songs are short, with the exception of the last one. But it's just they're just really really fun. Um, like some of the song titles are really, really good that I like. Um, yeah, we, we have drink uh, the cat. Drink the cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what was a good one? I don't like one? that. All right. You should
1: not be drinking cat. Uh, Please
0: don't drink my cat. High with the it's misspelled and it's just like a stoner jam with like a vocal sample of him just going. I forgot my fucking keys. Well, the first uh, but, song. Uh, oh, well, we'll be getting to that one. Other song <laughs> titles include Amber is the color of your alert obviously a play on the 311
1: make a long gory wart
0: that's a good one and then also son of sam's club i think is my favorite oh yeah that's the one i was thinking of i was like that one's so good (laughs) favorite song title uh it's just it's super fun uh it's got a lot of attitude but i don't think it takes itself super seriously and i know i guess i'm not always looking for it in local things and i'm not involved but like it's the first time that i've heard like you know like a hardcore like, punk record that has gotten me, like, super, super stoked, and I know that's, like, on me, I should be seeking those things out, that it's readily available, but for it to be dropped in my lap, and it, it's funny, I texted CJ when I listened to it, I'd, like, this band immediately jumped on my list of when concerts start happening by the end of this year, a band I would love to see, and so, then I found out that they fucking broke yeah, up. Yeah, so <laughs> that's funny, too, because
1: that's what I was thinking when I was listening to it, I was, like, now this would be a band that would be fun as hell to see
0: dude this this is a live band for sure and i'm definitely going to dive into videos of their concert and i'll talk about how i guess some of these songs were road tested before they went in and recorded it but let's go ahead and, and play a track so you can get a little feel of nope's vibe this is the opening track off jork it's called pocket square motherfucker hell yeah all right here we go
1: You My clipped God. it. That's all right. I'm, you, have, you had to, yeah. because we're back in person. The, it's, like, one, it's like yeah. one of your uh, quintessential signature how could you be, you can't be like,
0: like you, you know, you can't be like fucking NPR. And that was pocket no, yeah, square yeah. motherfucker. No, yeah, you got to put the microphone notes. in your mouth. Yeah. Like, in this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, oh, man, it's. Peaceful, calming music. <laughs> yeah. Thing. Yeah
0: with our membership drama. I guess it, it works either way. You, and,
1: it, both uh, both of those actually you require you to put the microphone in your mouth. It's just one you talk really quietly and then one you scream. Yeah. Some people
0: some people find music like that to be very zen. You can. I mean, you know, we kind of dove into that on our on our relaxation episode, you know, it's a uh, different strokes for different folks and yeah. different nopes for what different we're doing now. But uh for different jerks. Yeah. I just think that song <laughs> is so fucking fun. Uh i, I really have honestly
1: why i don't know why but that's my favorite one because it's memorable it's
0: like super memorable yeah it just it just grabs you in and like yeah. you're in for the ride after that and there are a lot of good tracks on there and there are a lot of you know yeah. catchy choruses like that that are just the song title like i have no idea what the fuck that dude is saying besides he goes from pocket yeah. square motherfucker and then at the end he just says you're a square motherfucker <laughs> i don't want to see you um, so that's you know, interesting
1: that you didn't look up the lyrics. That's, I they weren't like available. Should, uh... Oh really? Like I
0: went to the band camp for it and you know, some band, like all of Grady's albums, lyrics were available and I did a lot of reading those. Uh, but yeah,
1: I was going to say, I feel like you should get docked some points for that. Cause you're always such a stick. Well, I, I tried,
0: but it's, uh, I don't know. It's just, again, this bi- it's, it's a different kind of style. Yeah. Of, uh,
1: yeah. Uh, that was one of my only really like complaints because when i was listening to it <laughs> <laughs> wait were there were there anything was there anything positive you want to say first or well let me let me well, we'll give get my two cents yeah. <laughs> you know but uh... we'll talk about it i mean so obviously as you are, both are aware this isn't like my cup of tea per se mm-hmm. um not something that it's i not would, your 24 probably, ounce cup of, of tea you know throw like on you over there at any given moment but i mean when i was listening to it like there weren't a lot of things that it, I could actually like point out as faults. Like there weren't a, you know, a lot of things I was like, Oh, I don't like this aspect of it. I mean, it has really good energy. Like they, like you said, Jake, they, they're very tight, but also, you know, they have like that rawness that you need for this style of music. Um, but yeah, one of the things that I just I just couldn't understand anything he was saying So I'm like, okay, well lyrically out the window Well, for me. just I besides no if, the, if the
0: song if the song if the lyrics have the song title on it That's like drink the cat. I know what he's saying there. Yeah, uh, for the right. For the most part uh, some of the other songs that I really liked uh, under the leather almost starts off oh, like yeah. It's gonna be like ace of spades by motorhead, but it's like much more of a mid-tempo I mean, obviously roof. they're weird. Well, so
1: I assume all the lyrics are pretty weird
0: yeah, uh they were talking about one of the songs. I think it's uh Amber is the color of your alert when they would do that one live, I guess they would bring like a box of like donated books to every show that they did and then in the middle of that song when they would jam it out, the singer would just kind of like reach into the box and just start like re- reading a random page from some random book he pulled out of that and they didn't really know how to recreate that in the studio because it would obviously be, like, a very conscious choice because yeah. it's only one take. So that's when they saw that there was a piano in the studio and none of them play piano. So they just recorded him, like, hitting it, trying to play, like, the most out-of-tune, dissonant thing that he could. And that's what I would say about this album. Like, it's very... uh it's like a cacophony there's a lot going on and it can be dissonant and really noisy but like it sounds like it it's produced really well like especially that last song um synonym for defeat like the long eight minute jam that just like builds into this wall of noise or whatever you can hear each thing that they add whether it's a new line of feedback or like the harmonics in that solo sounded really good it's very well that's definitely
1: that's definitely one of the main redeeming qualities if you're like hesitant about the genre is that a lot of stuff in this genre can be like a challenge to listen to because of the production but i think this one is done really well like yeah it's and, not, and, and it's some people will probably fault it some people would probably fault it for that that it's like too clean of production or like that it's like too like it's, what you said loud. like it's too distinguishable yeah um like the instruments are too distinguishable it should be more like uh like fuzzy or like yeah cacophonous or whatever but i don't know i think that i think it's like well produced. Um, it's loud its and way. it's raw, but it's not like grading to the ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think too it's interesting because for me, when I first listened to this, like one of one of the things. Well, first of all, like I really like this. I think I think this is like for sure a jam, and I think that these guys. I mean, they basically. It's like I said. It's like shred core. Like they're definitely shredding and like uh their 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 vibe and their style is is pretty but much... it's
0: not like uh what's the word it's not overindulgent because no, they're no, shredding no. but the songs like are no, under it's... two and a half yeah. minutes yeah like... it's like uh that, I... I appreciated that. it's like i think <laughs> <the groove. laughs> for this
1: style of music you just don't want your song to be over like three minutes really. it's like riff shredding or like groove shredding yeah you know it's not like uh like flamboyant guitar solo type of shredding
0: the, there's the one song i forget how it it, it opens up with like a twin lead or whatever that's very bouncy and has like I it's like the really, really guitar
1: lines I thought that was son of Sam's club
0: I think that is son yeah. of Sam's club and then there's so, uh lithium hop is the one that has like the really like the cowbell heavy yeah. beat is super fun well, so
1: back to what I was saying is I I almost like at, when I first listened to it I almost faulted it that it was like my my initial criticism if I had to find one was like that it was um like 100% all the way through which were like I wanted like a little more variety of like what they what they could bring like I don't I I kept thinking about like Minor Threat how like they have these like random songs that are like intermixed like uh like good guys don't wear white or whatever where it's like a stripped back kind of like different version or whatever and I yeah. think the album could have maybe in like a different world like used a track like that that just like breaks it up a little bit more but like the more I listen to it like over and over, I mean, like you said, they do like change tempo. Like there's definitely some tracks that are slower and then like ones that are super high BPM um, and like really fast, like just all the way through. And and they're all pretty short. So like, I don't know. It's that my criticism kind of doesn't hold water in that way. But like, I guess if, if there's any criti- criticism I have, it's like, I, I would want to hear maybe on another, on a different album or like, on a you know on a collection or whatever i'd like to hear like a little bit more of like a different strat like different sounding track or yeah and i whatever. can't
0: speak to that because i haven't listened to anything else from them but i think you're right that you didn't like the most variety um because it's pretty much like full throttle yeah full um, throttle, like in yeah. your face in enti- the entire time with the exception of like i said under the leather is a yeah. little bit of a mid-tempo groove uh, the but high, even that it's still like it's still like fucking it's not charging. technically not slow yeah it's like um, it's
1: charging it's just like a little more high though. is
0: a little bit of a of a slower groove and then obviously like the last one again it's not slow it's like it's plodding uh and it's eight minutes long so it's drawn out but that's basically to build up into the wall of sound thing right that they're doing and i don't know if when they went into it if they knew it was going to be their last album but they were i think it's the first one that they've recorded like where they had like a full, like nice studio kind of like at their disposal that they just wanted to use everything they have in terms of production and stuff like that to make it sound good. So I don't know if that's because they were showing out money to do it and they hadn't before, but I think it's, it's really, really cool. Yeah.
1: Um, for me, it's, uh i had i have definitely had like a frustrating work week this week so for me it was like a perfect one to put on in the background drink of this like the cat. go on and yeah drink the cat. i mean i think i even like i even was listening to it when i was like uh you know super tired and shit like a couple weeks ago and i was like ah, i could still get down like it's not too harsh you know but I think it's definitely music you could like skate to or music you could like oh, totally. ride a bike to and let's, like fucking charge it's, doing it. It would be good music doing. for when you're doing something. Yeah, for like. sure.
0: Yeah, it definitely made me more pumped like on my fucking walk that I was just like, man, if I bump into anybody on the way home from Starbucks <laughs> right now, like they're getting knocked the fuck out. <laughs> my um, god. <laughs> but again, it's definitely scream a dream to drink
1: the cat at them. It's drink definitely drink a band I'd want to see live, but Yeah, RIP. I'm so bummed that yeah. I
0: I looked that up today, but uh but yeah it's on i'm i think i'm definitely going to order it on vinyl it's super fun and i need to check out their their previous album was just called stapler um nice. so again i can't i i don't think it's like the unapologetic unapologetically weird thing it's like it doesn't seem like you know they're there to have fun like calling it jork or having yeah. an album called stapler um the song titles like there you goes. know it's kind of it's you know it's a kind of don't give a fuck attitude it's For su- sure. it's it's super fun but they also like they have the chops. Do you know where um, they're based? Oakland. Th- oh, Oakland. Okay. They're from Oakland. Nice, nice. Yeah, so uh, check and is it, it, it out. Is R-I-P. it a four-piece band? Yes, four-piece band. Grady, did you have anything else to, to say on it? I'm surprised. Like, I know it's like you're just basically like, oh, it's not my thing, but you didn't yeah, think I it mean, was Yeah,
1: I mean, it's not my thing, but I, I, didn't, I didn't hate it. No, not by any means.
0: All right, uh, in terms, of, I know it's like different eras or whatever kind of, but in terms of like, you know, distorted... Punk esque, this or or Wipers, which bugged you more?
1: Um, I think I liked Wipers more.
0: A little more, really? A little more melodic, I think.
1: Yeah, like I um, would listen to Wipers probably more often.
0: Okay, that's see, good. that's funny but because I can. I didn't see hate this either band, of them.
1: This yeah. band is post-rocky enough to where, and James is probably fucking cringing right now listening to me say post-rock like ten times because <laughs> he hates that. But this band is like in this that. Band is kind of like indie pop, <laughs> but this band is uh. Yeah, shout out to James. Uh Shout out to James. This band lover of indie pop. This band is definitely in the wheelhouse that I could see Deer Throne playing with or whatever. Like it's like kind of in the I mean, I don't know. It's definitely heavier, but I feel like this is more like the Albert influence of Deer Throne where it's yeah. like heavier, like shreddier. But um, whereas that. like Wipers is like more like what I consider like classic punk. It's funny but... you mention that because the band that I chose I feel like could have played with. Dear yeah, Brown for also. sure. I, oh, <laughs> I agree God, as well. Dude. Yeah, I agree as well. Totally. Which is like funny because that's like the other side of like yeah. that that's, genre. Yeah, but that's a good.
0: That's a good seg. Grady, let's Segway. talk about uh about your pick. Yeah, it's so really fucking good. The
1: album I chose is a self titled album from this band called Really From and they are a Boston, Massachusetts-based band, and their original name was uh, People Like You, but for unknown reasons, either not copyright or something, they changed their name to Really From, and for this album specifically. Uh, actually, they may have done that for their last album, but this is their third one. Um, I'm not 100% sure on the timeline on that, but anyway, so I f- first heard about this band this year from this album. I honestly don't remember where I heard this the, the song, but I heard the song and I checked them out and I, I downloaded this album and I was just like immediately really drawn into it. I thought it was a super cool mix of style and genre. Um, they the, the stuff they do I think is really interesting and they're able to bring it together into a sound that is very unique sounding but also feels very cohesive despite all the different stuff going on with it and all the different changes that they do in their music um so they basically mix like indie rock with jazz and then like emo like classic it's, american i would emo. just
0: it's e- yeah Ameri- classic Which, american not american football order. no but it's yeah it's uh it's emo with Horns, which yeah. is not I was something gonna I say, knew so, that I needed. I was gonna say the so horns,
1: good. as soon as the horns came in, I was like, oh, that's so, why Grady likes this. It so it's much. a it's a quartet, it's a quartet, and they do have like a dedicated trumpet player. His name's Matt Hall. Um the guitar, the main guitarist is Chris Lee Rodriguez, he does the guitar and then the the vocals that are more of like the emo style vocals, and then mitchy Tassi does keyboards, and then she's the the other singer. And then there's Sander Bryce who's the the drummer. So, yeah, I mean, I I really like the horn arrangement, specifically like all the trumpet stuff that goes on. Um, I think there's some trombone on the album as well, but yeah, there's definitely like a might brass. Just, yeah, there's section. like more brass stuff happening as well, but I'm I don't you quote me on that because I don't know the exact liner notes or anything like that. But yeah, I, I mean, before I talk about it more, I think I'm just gonna go ahead and play a song here. I'm gonna play Trilingual. I think it's a good. Um, representation of sort of the album as a whole
0: and try is spelled t-r-y not yes. as someone who speaks three languages yeah, like, like try
1: like you should try yeah
0: you know just the more just trying to keep it, <laughs> grammatically try it. straight just, and everybody understand please, please
1: yeah. just try it all right here we go from the beginning <laughs> I forgot there's like 20 seconds of just outro ambiance there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Which is fine.
1: Um, but yeah, that was trilingual. So that song, I think, is not only representative of their sound, but sort of the the themes that run across this album. Um, for instance, on that one, they talk, the, the lyrics are about um, sort of the difficulties of communicating with like someone or like a family member who speaks like a, a different language, like a foreign language, and not really being able to, to keep up with them. Um, and so that's something that runs across the the entirety of this album. There's a lot of stuff about family, about, um... There are a lot of stuff about, like, racial identity. Yeah, it it, it discusses these issues, like, faced by mixed race and multi-ethnic people um, in the United States. Um, and it's, it's reflected very well, um, on songs like I'm From Here and I Live Here Now, and of course on that song. Um, and they do a good job talking about it, and I think that that helps keep because it's not really a concept album per se but it keeps the lyrics feeling very grounded and personal to me um
0: there's a yeah it's a consistent thematic yeah and it helps it helps drive sort of the emotion that comes
1: behind like emo right like it feels really personal yeah it does and you can really sense you can really sense that emotion um in the vocals like i'm not a huge fan of emo vocalists like the the male singer um, Chris, he, he does like the, the, the emo style vocals. And I'm not usually a fan of that style. Um, I think he does it pretty well, especially when he gets more into the, like the louder yelling mm-hmm. emo stuff. I think he's better at that than like the yeah, softer elements, For sure, but, um, he does, they do a good job, like really conveying the emotion of, of these songs and making them feel personal, um, through, you know, the lyrics and the, and the vocals. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, I just think it's it's really good. I think that they're super good musicians. They went to the Berklee College of Music in Boston, um, and you can really hear sort of their their musical chops coming through. There's a lot of weird time signatures. They will just change time signatures or change sections on a dime and just go into, like, completely different sections that are very you know different from what came five seconds earlier. I feel like um, it's almost a thing where I can almost recognize bands that, like, went to music school yeah like it's becoming like more <laughs> of a thing that i'm noticing and like i mean i'm not saying 100 percent of the time but like oftentimes i'll listen to something and i'm like huh wonder what these guys background is and then i like look it up it's like oh they all so went like to when music you school listen
0: to you me and this brick wall you built between us you're just like i know that <laughs> tyler dack went to, <laughs> to oh, music school. well i mean that's not his only project no it's not uh tyler dack our friend is uh he knows these guys he went to school with them and he shares a practice space with them so uh that's pretty cool
1: yeah yeah i that's saw cool. him i saw him post about them on his instagram story and i replied to it saying like oh shit i've been really enjoying that album album super good um <clears throat> but they're yeah a big I mean, l- label put this out or is it more of an independent oh, this is put out on I, top shelf that's records. it yeah i looked it up today because i was trying I to order
0: the vinyl for this too and the first pressing is sold out uh, but I'll, pro- I'll get the um, the one that's forthcoming. But
1: yeah, the last thing I'll say is I, I think the, the the production is really nice on it as well it's it's very well produced and clean but it's able to sound raw and you know and harsh when it needs to like on yellow fever um, like the, the first half of that um, So they're able to you know get those r- more raw um, harsher guitar sounds in there uh, when it's needed but then they can all just like shift on a dime and it will sound like this soft jazzy, like, almost dream pop. Like, the opening track, Apartment Song, is, like, super dreamy and, and and wispy. And then, like, Yellow Fever is, like, almost like a Mitski track or something, where it's more, a little more shreddy. But, uh, yeah, what do you guys think?
0: I really like this, and I think it's one of the most, like, interesting like lineups or like sounding records that ever. Cause obviously like I'm very familiar <laughs> with the the genre and like emo, emo wise, like it, it checks a lot of the box boxes, but it's just, it's yep. very amazing how elevated it is by the, by adding horns to it. Um, it's just, it's very unique. It really um, just
1: helps. And I think the album would sound good without the horns, but I think they really add that sort of X factor element. It definitely, yeah, it yeah, definitely helps it them
0: stand out. Um, had a question because they have someone on there who's like uh there's like synth bass or real bass on like seven of the nine tracks but that person isn't credited as a band member it's like they just handled the bass duties and it's just like especially one of the songs uh i don't know what's what's probably comes under keyboards
1: Uh, it probably comes under keyboards no it's it's specifically
0: synth bass is like a different person who's not one of the four people like listed like this band is this and also this person played on these tracks oh oh, it says it uh, says
1: mitchy tassie does synth bass and she's the
0: singer and all right scroll scroll down on the band camp i'm telling you i'm not on the band camp well that's that's where it's at uh it's i live here now like the synth bass line is well i guess i don't know who's playing what but you can definitely hear it in there um i agree with what you said about the the vocals i think they play off each other really well like when they mm-hmm. trade verses um and i know they have a bit of the shared experience um with growing up um yeah with parents who didn't speak english or the that kind of runs through like both of their songs kind of thing and it's a very uh interesting perspective it is like hyper focused on the album yeah and i think that just mm-hmm. makes it personal it's not yeah that, for sure i think the, makes it really personal um I really liked in the spaces. Yeah, that sounds like it's from the perspective of one of the one of the parents about just like working for your kids. And there's songs about divorce on there and stuff like that. I think that's the last one. The song, the the house. The house. That's the, the, the house. only is... song
1: that I don't really like. Okay. See, musically, this... I don't like it's like production wise. Musically, it's so different from the rest of the and tracks.
0: I, this is what I said about it. It's not necessarily that it's not a good song. I don't like it at the close as the closer. Especially, mm. what's the track before it? I think it's in the spaces. In the spaces, in the spaces yeah, that would have been a has like a pretty crazy like outro, and it's just like another very lush and another
1: common. What's your yeah. record theme? Well, I Not, guess, like, but the here's the thing tracks. that I'll
0: that I'll acknowledge is that if you would have put it anywhere else on the album, like with the exception of having it maybe be the first track, no matter where it would have been, I feel like it would have broken up the flow. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's different, even though like thematically, that's like lyrically, I, I it's dealing like, with the same themes. But just like I feel like it should have been sonically. a B-side,
1: like a demo or something, because that's what it sounds like to me. So if you put it in the middle of the album, it would have sounded like this weird random thing in there. I just and think... at the end, it feels like tacked on to me. So I to just me think it's that's just, like... kind of a common theme of like modern music, though, is that like there's I mean, we've brought this up at least a handful of times now where the closing track on a record is like out of place or it shouldn't be there or it should be in the middle or whatever. Um, And I I think it's just like something And we're barely
0: music journalists. (laughs) Yeah, Um.
1: I think it's just something that's like a modern theme of like a strategy for, you know, kind of like, maybe this is the track that was like the oddball in the studio and then the producer decides, oh, well, like, we'll put it right at the end. It'll be like this Well, and I outro. think on
0: paper we're just like, you know, I think the approach to it and get, I don't want to put, I'm not going to put, you know, thoughts and words into the artist's mouth or whatever, but I could see on paper being like, the song is really raw and really emotional and we're just going to have it totally stripped back, just like vocals, guitar, like that's it, about like why that would be like a powerful closer. But I just think with what you have before that's like very uh consistent soundscapes it's just like it's the difference is just very very noticeable but like, again like the song is good it just kind of uh yeah it like, kind of well, breaks the vibe of the lyrics wasn't song, like, wasn't,
1: wasn't the thing. x album like that it has the weird spoken word last track yeah right? and, and, and the then the one was, was like that yeah and I, that's what i'm saying is the, like, the problem it seems, us? no are it we, seems like a are common we too picky it seems like a common theme of like modern production like it seems like someone is like making that choice of this is going to be trendier this was is the gonna, album like, short work. like
0: they felt like they needed that to get to album length because it's only because without that it would have been eight tracks but i mean the songs are long i don't know Yeah, it's a great album track. i'm not yeah. unlike grady i'm not gonna knock against this album like he did with the one, <laughs> For Smith one song he didn't like i'm just like <laughs> it's it. fine so like this record well, is you're really never gonna solid. live that down right? i
1: think lyrically the song is really good
0: yeah absolutely for sure, like and one the, of the stronger and ones. And again, even. and the guitar work is good too. It's just like it. It's it's just so so weird. It's at sounding. odds with the rest of the uh, songs that are yeah you know, pretty much well, full. The first use of the track lineup. is
1: kind of a, like a red herring as well, though. Like the first yeah, and but, the last, but it's also a different super way, good to listen to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, okay, I, I don't well, know. You, okay?
0: No, but it's, that's
1: like my my favorite song. Possibly. The first and the last track definitely don't fit with the rest of them, in, in, in like a certain way. Um, I agree. They are both red herrings to an extent. Yeah. I don't know. I think so. I I really like the structure that they write, that they write in. Like, I like their songwriting style and the structure of of what they're doing um, within the song, especially like musically. I definitely like the odd meters and all the stuff you guys touched on. Um, I think the trumpets or the trumpet and the, the brass definitely makes them unique. But I think the other thing that makes them unique is just that they're like a, a pretty approachable band for this genre like i feel like this genre mm-hmm. can oftentimes get like a little bit like cloudy for people and they don't really understand it they don't really like know what's happening musically and i think these guys do a good job at like making it approachable
0: if you don't understand yeah. it, you're too old man Get out of yeah my i don't know
1: Damn. i don't know it's just like it's almost <laughs> it's almost like the math rock thing like how that's like becomes such a a niche thing um i'm listening to my indie jazz emo band dad get out god and and it's different because these guys obviously like they're making a, a an intentional choice to do to write their songs like that like it's not like oh like it's a it's an album of four four and then there's one five four song like oh, you know what shit. i mean it's like slow down there. yeah it's like i don't know like you hear that a lot and that's Think your tool or this something? is a little bit like a little bit of a higher level than that where like they're making that intentional choice but yeah, I don't know. It does it, but it also doesn't really fit in a box, you know. Like you can't really peg this as like, oh, it's straight emo or it's straight indie or whatever. So I think that's cool too. It's like and it's definitely emo horn unique. Core. Yeah, horn. horncore. Horncore. Um, <laughs> I think my my biggest complaint though is well, two things. So one, I think the male vocalist should only stick to like yelling or screaming. Like I think that like vocally, the female vocalist is so much stronger as like a singer. Singer that like that should just like be their roles like like you're the singer and you're the yeller and screamer and i think it would work better because i like his voice when he's doing the more like harder yellier stuff um, yellier yellier look yellier. it up yell it up i'm not
0: gonna look it up look <laughs> no
1: that's up. definitely not a word but i'm gonna, Old I'm gonna make it a, a word um yeah, so that's my one complaint. The other complaint I have is just like <laughs> that's my one complaint. My but other complaint. My... <laughs> uh, sorry, that's my first complaint. <laughs> that is one of my complaints. Uh, my my bigger complaint though, because the vocal one is is minor. But and this is just personal for me. I just wish it was like a little more rocky like a little bit harder like I, I wish they like had a little bit more distortion and a little bit more fast-paced tempos and like
0: which just is like a with the little exact opposite more. complaint of nopes it's too fast and i need some slow vibes now this, well no that's like no, goldilocks no, the next slow. album is going to be just no, no, no it's not it's entirely.
1: not it's <laughs> that it's different though jake like, like it's no, not I, that i, I want know. the tracks to be slower it's just i want them to be a little bit have a little more variety not what? necessarily like speed. But I do Not for really this one. I feel like no, they Jake's, have a pretty for Jakes album. I'm talking about Jakes oh. album. He said I on his I yeah. wanted it to be slower on this one it to be faster. It's that's not it at all. It's not about tempo. It's about like for his I thought it was like I said 100% 100% of the time um whereas like I'd want a little bit more stripped back or like something to differentiate whereas on this one
0: Acoustic Drink the Cat. Yeah, something. <laughs> but on
1: this one I feel that uh like I I just want one or two of the tracks to like go super hard you know like just get into like a super gnarly breakdown or something that's like heavier i think and, yellow like, fever is definitely chuggy and heavy. yeah and, and i like that trilingual track. has like that whole middle section that's very chuggy. yeah there, yeah, there, 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 sections, there are sections but... mom-
0: there are moments of it and i think that's what makes it so dynamic and interesting is how they go from one section to another because i think it's tri trilingual where there's like a bit of like a classical guitar part and then it comes in with kind of chunky
1: but it's almost like the right one it's almost like um you know the bit like i would i would want to see them live too because i feel like it's almost one of those situations where it probably is a little bit harder live like they probably go a little bit more ham when they're on stage yeah rather than on record i think that may be my complaint is like that it's challenging to bring that like heaviness to like a record this clean you know like you guys commented on the production and i agree it's great production i think they did a good job but like i mean i struggle with that when we record like how do you bring a fucking heavy wall of sound onto a record and so I think, like Jake, back to but your. But I don't pick, think this is a wall of sound album. I know, but I kind of want that to some of these tracks. Like I want, I want a bigger wall of sound. Like they could go, they could go there, you know, especially with like these elements, like the synth bass line and like they the could, guitars and the they're, drums. They're not really using a lot of reverb or a lot of like echo or right, uh, which delay is like, or anything like that to right. create wall of sounds. They're, but that's Their kind tones of are, are pretty clean. Right, but that's, okay, okay, but that's not really a complaint of the band. That's just a complaint of like, I personally want to listen to a, sa- a wall of sound band that's like shoegazy instead of yeah. this band. Well, no, because I think that this style of music that they're doing and this style of songwriting would like bode really well if it was shoegaze, if it was like more towards the shoegaze. Well, I guess, but it's kind of like, hey, you guys should just do a different thing. You like, ever thought that's about the rapping?
0: No, I, I get it. I think what you, well, I, I think it's I see hard though saying, because there's just like you, there are moments where like uh, there's potential, like you could take a the, a musical build up one way or another, and it's always. Uh, I, you know it, it's a it's a personal it's a personal choice I don't know. well it's I hard that, though
1: because i think like what grady what you're saying is like well it's just not their it's not their realm or whatever and it's like well but then look at someone like chelsea wolf that's like if you took away all that element if you took away all those elements that she does it'd just be folk music so like that, that sounds a, nice.
0: That would be better than what she does. <laughs> Whatever you guys, you guys, have, you guys have your opinions,
1: but like that's my opinion about it. Is yeah, that but I'm not going to Chelsea Wolf, and I mean like, hey, maybe you should turn off all the distortion. I've sent Why her a you lot do that? of messages that say yeah, that, but and she I'm sure me. people would like it better. Some people would like. it better. But then listen to a fucking folk artist. Like yeah, but that's not the point. The point is that within this genre, there's more area to experiment with sounds, and there's more pedals to use, and there's more. Opportunities for a band like this to explore and like differentiate that sound. Well,
0: they're a young band, and who's to say where they go next? Yeah, yeah so, so we'll that's what I'm that. saying. That's like,
1: that's what that's what I'm saying. That's what I hope. When for. we hang I, out, I think that we hang fine. out with Tyler
0: Dack tomorrow. Just write this down and hand it to him. And he'll just <laughs> think, pass it off. To I think when that's when fine. I just them. don't
1: think that's really that valid of a critique for this album. I do. I mean, I think it's a. I think it's a critique I could have on many albums in this genre, which is that like especially like math rock they some for some reason they think it's going to sound better to have like a crispy clean strat playing like these tapping lines where it's like no well like, because put a delay if you have a bunch of delay shit, on they it be a it can sound really paul stanley model can sound really can like, sound, washy really really or like a sound like muddled yeah which could be good could be all right i'm gonna put the kibosh anyway. on this i thought the I don't know. it sounds kind of like, yeah we all maybe. kind of we it, we it is, is nitpicky the but that's what i'm here for isn't
0: it it could be. You want to be. You're going to be that one when we make the t-shirts and be I Tyler, that one, quote that one." Sometimes, we <laughs> I don't know. I moments. think.
1: I think to me, like, this album was like really good, but no, it's to really me, from to me. Yeah, really from. It's really, <laughs> but from. to me, it doesn't leave as lasting of an impression because I almost can like compartmentalize it too quickly. Of just like, I don't know. It's it's a weird. It's definitely a nitpicky complaint, but like, but I, there's I don't I know, but every time I go back to it, I'm not I'm not hearing something new sonically. Whereas like with other bands in this genre, I I do right like I I notice new things because there's so much depth to like the wall of sound we or whatever. We should do an emo episode. Um, that, and that being said, like that's not that's not to say that they did a poor job at making this record or that, that like it's a shit record because of that. Like I'm not saying that at all. It's just. I think there's more room for them to explore down that avenue. So, do you think there's more depth of sound in Jake's the record Jake picked? Yeah, I do. Why? Depth of sound for sure. Songwriting variety or like instrumentation, probably not. But like, what is now the, if either what's of these bands listen to this
0: episode, they're gonna come after you.
1: Really? I feel like no, these no, aren't no. even that bad of complaints. Like I'm just putting my opinion in there. He is, and that's what we like, get I liked not both paid records. Do I don't understand. That's what we
0: need to end on. All right. He liked I don't know. Both it doesn't records. sound like he
1: liked it very much. All right. Let's Dude, I did. Like I enjoyed this I enjoyed the whole playlist. Like I listened to this playlist for the podcast like probably like 10 times like all
0: these records it's pretty good that also so, means we need to turn out episodes faster if we're giving you that much well yeah but we
1: also them. waited so we could do it in we person we did but, so right. we
0: could all be here and do this in person
1: now that tyler's got all that out of system, yeah tyler what piece of on? shit oh, record my God, did you choose? Right 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 right. you guys took that really
0: personally <laughs> i don't know i'm just i'm stirring the
1: pot i just didn't under i just don't understand those critiques yeah i understand the first it. one
0: because you love it i need a buzzer you understand
1: the first one but not the second one i feel like the first one is more harsh more harsh here about the 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 male singer no i totally understand that one okay whatever i i said that at the beginning i said that i think he sounds a lot better when he's doing the screaming than when he's singing lightly and that i like the yeah the woman vocalist um a lot more all right well let's let the listeners decide if you agree with tyler vote Tyler, <laughs> yeah, you agree uh, with Look Grady. at the
0: number at the bottom of your screen. But see, you agree with number. Here's the vote. difference. Here's the difference, <laughs>
1: Tyler. That is listening to the album and saying, "I'm hearing this thing," and. I don't really like that as much. Whereas you're listening and you're saying, this isn't in the album.
0: Right, you guys are both being a couple pocket square motherfuckers. So what now. are you
1: saying about Jake's then? Because I feel like that's your complaint with Jake. It's Jake's. great. What do you mean? What it's the winner. That's what we're, we're saying. You're just like, yeah, it was okay, but it's just not my cup of tea. That's
0: basically what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, but that's more of me in the whole genre. That's as a because. Whole. Of th- exactly. That's, that's me in this n- genre. That's because
0: Nopes is caffeinated tea and grady is exclusively but the okay. difference
1: yeah, was yeah. that i didn't base my complaints on that hey you
0: kind of right. you kind of did no when I you didn't. hear this sound it means we move on to the next album oh my god all right
1: me and tyler are caught bickering again okay
0: um
1: are we ready for mad lib are we I'll ready are you gonna did keep you making hear the sound? Ice <laughs> sound all right let's go, I can't go i'll you you do can't a mad lib up. all right i need a noun no that's no. mad libs damn it plural so close
0: okay this is one mad lib yeah it's only one um it's an angry libertarian so i pick yeah (laughs) it's a mad lib um because he got owned so
1: i picked the album uh, how to own the mad lib the album sound ancestors by the artist mad lib or the dj i should say uh slash producer slash mc um this album came out in january end of january this year and um kind of flew under the radar a little bit i mean it definitely got picked up by like most of the major kind of like indie or independent um music critics and and whatever it got got pretty well pretty well received um on most of the like on most of the critic sites but uh yeah so it's a it's a collaboration album interestingly enough with the the artist fortet Dude. Um
0: hell yeah I was so stoked when I read that today I love Fortet.
1: Yeah so it's it's super it's super chill because both of these guys um Fort, are Fortet? Both these guys are kind of like uh influential artists in their own right but then like to collaborate together is definitely something that like pushed the boundaries of this a little bit and definitely brought in both of their comfort zones and kind of blended them into a hybrid of some, uh, like a new new type of sound. So um yeah Madlib also known as Otis Jackson Jr is uh he's from Oxnard so Nardcore. kind of kind of a local a little bit uh california local um, he's been in the game for a while uh, Just he's a bit. he's like almost 50 he's 47 years old so yeah he's um i know him best from his album called Shades of Blue which is uh a remix of like recordings from the blue note records archives so he literally took like all these old jazz records. If you're not familiar with Blue Note, that's like one of the biggest jazz labels. Um, they put out everyone from like Miles Davis to um, many famous, uh, many famous like modern jazz people as well. So um, yeah, he took, anyway, he took recordings from the archives of Blue Note records and kind of chopped them up and did his thing. And so that's a really cool record, but that's how I was introduced to Madlib, And then this record actually has some similarities to that as well. Um, basically, this one... So instead of him taking the archives of old recordings and making and chopping them up and making tracks out of them that way, uh, Madlib actually sent his own personal archive of recordings to the artist Fortet, and then Fortet arranged the tracks, sent them back, and Madlib produced them and kind of finished them off. So really interesting collaborative effort there i think that that is kind of a, a super unique element to this record um but yeah let's go ahead and play a track and then we can get into it more what track are we playing um we're gonna play hop rock yeah hop, hop rock, rock. Hell yeah. all right here's hop rock
0: makes you feel like, you know, it just didn't happen during the break, but I feel like I just smoked a blunt. That's what, uh, <laughs> that's what MATLAB always puts me in the mood for. It's the high, for. the high of life, Jake. That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, okay. So obviously if you could tell that is, uh, that is pretty much the definition of like sampled music right there. So I think the, the main thing to take away from this record and then I guess Madlib's style in general, uh, for me is that what I think differentiates his music from others in his realm or his genre is the fact that a lot of times when you hear sampled music, it's all about like altering the samples. It's all about like taking something, chopping it up, like separating it, changing the time, changing the pitch, like altering it in these extreme ways until it's like basically unrecognizable. And then like making a new track with that. Um, Whereas I think what he does or what he specializes in really is like taking sounds that really are like, I like the word archives because like they are these like archival sounds that maybe he heard a baseline and was like, that's sick. I need to use that somewhere. And, and like, he, he doesn't, doesn't touch them too much. Like it's more, he's actually paying tribute to like that artist that played that baseline or the drum beat or the. You know, even like the vocal sample of like an old um, funk route record or something that got kind of lost along the way. Like he's kind of re- reviving that sound and that little snippet for the listener in a new and fresh way. Um, and so I think that's what he's really, really great at is like taking these um, moments in in music or these moments of sound and and restructuring them in order to both pay tribute to the sound itself and create something brand new um and so i think that's this record being called sound ancestors to me is like a perfect name for it um because so i think that's exactly what he's doing here and i mean obviously fortet is involved heavily in this as well and i think that's crazy too because for madlib to send over like a giant arc i'm sure it was like a fucking giant archive of sounds yeah, and it's and- like okay so like put all these together arrange them and master them and then like we'll release it, you know?
0: And I think it's just the, the way I thought about it is like, you know, it's giving a lot, obviously it went back to him and if he didn't like anything, you know, like he wouldn't have put it out, but it's, yeah. it's giving up a, a chunk of creative control or whatever, because you For know, sure. he's taking these sounds, this archive that he's held onto or whatever. And then someone is putting them together, like in a way that maybe he had never envisioned or whatever. Right, like, right. Oh, I had always thought I'd use this here or but you know that sounds good well and i think there's
1: elements of both of their styles in this record too
0: totally and um man i fucking love madlib um just so much and what I, the main thing that i wrote about that because i've i've listened to he's got a series called beat Conducta, which was kind of like you know par, running parallels with jay dilla like it first mm-hmm. started coming out. Is, and he, he, obviously, it like is he really con-
1: inspired by J Dilla? Well, he worked they were, with them. Yeah. I guess the, they, yeah, weren't, they were probably not they were, that different of age. They were right? really
0: good friends. And uh, the first Beat Conductor record was supposed to be like a companion piece to Donuts and came out like right after Dilla died. And then that he makes did a lot of sense to me. Rock Conductor, which was using more like 60s, 70s like rock song, which is really interesting because obviously, you know, you think of the hip hop thing. Um, but when you listen to Mad Lib, I would recommend for this one because the album's so new it's not super filled out yet but go into like who sampled.com oh, yeah. and it's just yeah. instantly it exposes you to so like, much good to shit just so much good shit yeah. that like and when I was looking at this stuff like I didn't recognize like any of the group names or anything like that like even that song Hop Rock like the the vocal sample of the guy just yelling like what yeah that's all yeah. like echoey like I went and I looked up what the original of that is and it's like it's a full on like drum and bass, like fucking like club banger with like air horns and stuff like that. And you wouldn't know like the way he isolated the vocal to put it, something that was like, you know, very smooth. Right. Um, like that. Cause I mean, I don't know, like going with Jay Dilla, like that's how I found out about, or I assume, you know, the way that James pitched it to me, like about 10 CC, you know what I mean? Like for working on and stuff like that. That's how I kind of got into Steely Dan because Mm -hmm. MF doom sampled Steely Dan um
1: i think it's a really cool way to be exposed to this stuff and i think that's that's back goes back to my point of like paying tribute you know like it's always really it's like, fun listening to sampled artists um like a, a, you know an artist like madlib who whose music is based in samples at least to hear a sample from a, another song that you really like you use in yeah. a creative way and you can like you recognize it but you're like oh i never would like would have thought of it would be used in this context um, that's always re- something that's really exciting about this type of music, I think.
0: And the fact that I think I read, like, you know, specifically, like, they knew there's like a different mindset or knowing what you can do when when you're producing, you know, tracks or beats that, like, aren't for a vocalist. Yep. Like, you know, where you would, like, leave vocal samples out and kind of create, like, a basic music bed if you knew someone was going to rap over it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, Mad Lib collaborates with a lot of people. Like, yeah, I'm... With Freddie Gibbs. So I'm really most familiar
1: with his... His work with Freddie Gibbs, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I went into thinking of, like that it would be something like that, or you I know, mean, it's the, definitely not a rap album. No, I mean, it's, no, no, it's there's no singing on this. I mean, you could no call it hip hop, but way, I feel but... like a couple of the tracks, um, some of the tracks, I felt were really engaging with no vocals at all, um, and they were you know, he had enough stuff in there to make it um, really engaging. But some of them, I felt like. Almost like I wished Freddie Gibbs, Gibbs was rapping over it, you know? Like it almost seemed like it was designed for a rapper and there wasn't one there. Like it was omitted. Like which track, do you, do you have any tracks like that? Um, like I honestly don't for know me, the for individual that kind of thing tracks whatever, I listen to at all it all. that makes like me together. think of him
0: and I know he said it about like Beat Conduct or whatever that it's like it's a soundtrack for a non-existent movie that exists in his head and this is very <laughs> yeah. much like good late night like driving music it is very cinematic it's like yeah. really cool it, it, chill yeah. stuff that you could yeah. put on like at a kickback like it's not party yeah, music but like the end of the night where everybody's like super stoned and drunk and you're all like, that's kind of how i felt couch. about it it was like, something
1: like very much to chill to to like kind of take in a little bit more passively um with a couple of the songs like sticking out to me is something that really grabbed my attention but most of them were kind of like yeah this is something i can just sort of vibe to and, and chill and and sort of absorb passively i I think the beauty of it for me is that it's both it's like it's both a passive uh it can be both a passive record where you don't have to pay attention to it and then also it could be a pretty deep record where you're like doing kind of what jake was saying like paying close attention to each sample and like what where it came from and like how it's put together
0: exactly and that's what's fun about this kind of stuff or like i was saying like because you know obviously he worked with mf doom for mad villain uh, so they had a collaborative partnership, and just all those all those artists that work with samples and things like that. That if you want to put the time in or whatever, you can get exposed to things that like you know you didn't even know that you were into because when you go listen to the original, like that one, I think the dude's name is Johnny Jungle or something like that. You know that it's used totally different than like what the actual artist sounds like. So, yeah, you know. but you can listen to it either way, and you're gonna like it's a pleasant experience both ways. Like if right. you want to put on your research cap and go figure yeah. out like what records this dude has in his fucking crates, like that's a really fun way to do it. Mm-hmm. Or I, if you're just chilling and you do have it on in the background, like it's super agreeable, like no matter what yeah. kind of music the people in the room. I are can't into. imagine
1: someone being like, what is this? Turn it off. I don't like it. You know No, I you just think yeah. he's like, I, I don't see that happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do. There are ambient moments to it or like moments that are more like soundscapey. Um, and then there are definitely moments of like heavy grooves and like, um, like where you're bobbing your head and you're like getting down with it but I think just like the thing that I always go back to when when like discovering an album like this is like the feat that it takes to like put together this type of sound archive like over time and it's just like hard. to listen to something and be like oh I like that bass line I'm gonna take that, the part that and it like is. save like... it and then like literally accumulate all this shit over the years and then compose with it yeah you know? like
0: outside of having like a massive collection of what could be you know relatively like obscure stuff or whatever like how to listen to different parts from all these yeah. different things and make it into a cohesive thing like it's a, that, it's a special where, type of brain yeah and yeah, that's where like sure. people
1: criticize this and they're like dude there's like there's no like musical talent in that or whatever. I'm like, no, fuck no, that. Like this is like the ultimate test. Yeah, this is like the ultimate test of a producer, even, even right? Just like like if you call yourself a producer, you should be able to make a record like this because that's what you're doing as a producer. Even just when you're talking about like isolating that one vocal thing, like that shit's fucking hard. Dude. Yeah, yeah for Just sure. take a random well, song. Well, the technique was, of it is yeah. hard, but also just like the, I mean, yeah. And so that's why I give credit to both you know Fortet and Madlib for this is like you know the arrangements are really really good like I I was like going through this and I favorited all the tracks I really liked and there's like quite a few of them like I would say I favorited 70 percent of these tracks and there there's like I said definitely some more ambient ones that are like more passive but um like super
0: sick it almost sounded like someone was like playing a synth that was using like Jack White's Wawa pedal I think it's a new normal Oh the it's new like a very yeah, like yeah, yeah, Icky yeah. Icky Thump blue orchid like yeah less farty sounding yeah. than Jack White <laughs> but it was it was definitely yeah. like uh, some kind of distorted synth sound that was really cool Yeah
1: for sure I will say like my one criticism of this one um is there, that I just wish that there was singing Tyler I just really no. wish that why he didn't, decided to sing on it? It? Look Grady I'm going to criticize my own pick all right Are <laughs> you happy now I criticize my own pick Yeah so my one criticism is that I think um And I'm not sure if this is like because it went back and forth between the two of the artists, but like I think some of the production is like not exactly how I would have wanted it, Um, especially like the first half of the record. Like some of the highs, some of the highs can be like a little bit harsh to the ear. And like there's definitely certain like moments that I'm like, "Mm, that could have been like cleaned up more, but maybe that's the intention of it. Like I'm not sure if it's like meant to be a little bit more harsh or like little bit more tinny on that one, you know, like that hi hat supposed to be really tinny or whatever. Um, but I don't know, like for production wise, it's just a little bit different than most of Madlib's other stuff. Like when I listen to most of his other stuff, it's like super dialed in production where I'm like, damn, this is like super clean, like super easy to listen to. Whereas this one's like got moments of a little bit more of like a harshness or whatever. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think it was, I think it's a great, a great album to start the year off with. And I think mm-hmm. it definitely does a really good job at paying tribute to like, not only like black music, but like just sound ancestor, like of all types, like it's very, it does pull stuff out of the archives that you would not normally be exposed to, or at least I wouldn't be exposed to. And I think it's, uh, it's really positive in that way of, um, of doing that. So, all right, let's, uh, move on to the vote the voting round
0: the voting round i think
1: jake you're gonna go first
0: I, right, you pocket square motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> um i can't vote for mine even though it was Darn. obviously the most... No, the remember, most we've been
1: count. over this, Jake. You can't vote for yours.
0: I know, but ever since I did the total win count, I'm, I, I tried to put on a front saying that I don't care, but it is kind of sad. And I'd like to <laughs> Hey, you won I, last time. I hey, did, you won and last it was time. for Van Halen, and that unofficially counts for 10 wins. Yeah. Right? right, right. Pretty right. much, it's, like honestly, a, yeah. it's, a, it's been a 10-year battle. So
1: that's me. how the record got so even all of a sudden.
0: As the keeper of the record, I will be uh, <laughs> making up the rules as I go. But I think I enjoyed... Um just gonna add a zero I, I enjoyed here. this whole playlist it was very easy to listen to I won't yeah. say it meshed super well because going the order of the playlist was yeah. Brady's album which was you know pretty chill and like you know dialed in and, and then, then yours mine's really loud but short and then, and then yeah. Tyler's works is like the end credit scene my, on there. I'm gonna go with mine was probably the longest one. Huh? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm my vote this week goes to really from. I I really enjoyed. I really from it. I've really fromed it <laughs> the most. You could from something. That's how much I from it. No, it's a like I said. I think it's really it's a really unique take on a sound that I would say that I'm pretty familiar with, and uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Great, nice,
1: um. I think, I mean, you know, the the Nopes album wasn't exactly my cup of tea, but I didn't dislike it. I, like I said, there wasn't a lot that I found wrong with it or that I disliked or could really point um, and criticize at.
0: It's a record.
1: So I will, you know, applaud you for that, Jake. Um, but I think I'm gonna go with the Mad Lib album just because I that's... would just
0: prefer like in the future just like don't compliment me. Like, there was just like <laughs> you me. know just, like just like pull the band-aid off and like I don't need your pity. It's like <laughs> well, to soften the blow. You did like, you right, did Jake pick though... this
1: album knowing that I would probably hate it. Yeah, so. I did even it, said I, that.
0: Di- I didn't pick it because you would hate it. I was just like this is the album I want to pick. Because yeah. You're like, this like sorry, the you're it's the hate thing it. that I've heard, but apologies in advance but yeah i, I, you I you know, thought the I, same thing when i picked danzig and you were i right would i would
1: vote for this album but the the song called drink the cat i just can't approve of a song <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> you know advertising that's you should drink your cat. so fucking song. throw your pizza on the floor
0: <laughs> when it gets in here um no i think bullshit. just the mad lib
1: album was um just more my style i think something that i would listen to more often all right All right. Well, neither were neither were bad. I had, you know, criticisms for both of them, I'd say. Well, rather than trying to explain myself any further, I'm just going to vote and I'm going to vote for Jake's. Thank you, Tyler. (laughs) Thank you for being straightforward. Um, Yeah. And I think that's funny that we now have a tie for this episode. But um, that's the way the cookie crumbles. huh? (laughs) 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 Anyway, yeah, Jake, solid record. Loved it.
0: Yeah, it was super it was super cool. And now on to the singles. Uh should we go in the order of the playlist or the same yeah. order of, all right, so Rock, I think Rocky Trail first.
1: Rocky Trail. All right, Rocky uh yeah, I picked trail. the new song from Kings of Convenience. Which, if you're a fan of the band, you're probably pretty stoked, like I am, because they haven't put out an album in <laughs> like, like 12 years, or like Daisy is, <laughs> or Daisy, I'm sure. but da- yeah, Daisy yeah, loves I mean, them. <laughs> they they haven't put out an, a record in 12 years, and they're they're putting out a new one in, in like a month. That's crazy. So that's pretty years. cool. Um, it's over a decade. But yeah, they're yeah. like <laughs> a uh, they're a duo. They're a duo. <laughs> Ten they, plus two. <laughs> yes, they're a duo, and they're known for basically just really like mellow guitar folk um and they're they're known for their really beautiful vocal harmonies and this song to me is just like quintessential kings of convenience like the first time i heard it i was like oh this sounds very much like them Um, like they haven't really missed a step yeah so if you're into that style it's obviously not for everyone some people find it kind of annoying or weird tyler you said it sounded kind of like jack well, johnson jake, which no, no, I, jake, said or jake said that jake said that which i not had never have thought of But that's this like
0: song okay so i was saying this is my some girlfriend daisy is very much into these in a way that i should like you know maybe be threatened by <laughs> um, but she she drove us around this weekend because you know our our rules the way we divvy it up is you know whoever is driving the car has the aux cable and daisy doesn't like to drive but she drove around and we listened exclusively to kings of convenience and i was just saying about 20 percent of the stuff that came up on shuffle i thought could be a little jack johnson-y but i like this track um the guitar work is really cool and a lot of their stuff um and yeah. i found out today that one of the dudes is uh the main guy from the whitest boy alive which is mm. a group that my little brother put me onto a while ago.
1: I've never heard and them, so I should listen. Yeah, yeah they're I really into cool, it, but bad. yeah,
0: this is cool. I didn't realize, I know she had said, because she was watching the music video this weekend, talking about, oh my God, I'm going to break up with you and all this stuff. <laughs> I'm going to move to Norway or wherever the fuck they're from. I really like and... the
1: addition of the of the mellow, xylophone, or I don't know if it's a xylophone or like a, what's a, vibraphone? It, a vibraphone. I think it's a vibraphone. There's like a, could be a marimba. Could so i know that they're and the kings of convenient
0: do they use a consistent like backing band that's like handling the bass and all the other instruments or is it just random I people every time no all right get at me everybody because i'm probably not going to look it up but because uh, i don't want to talk to her about it. it's <laughs> just like i i don't i don't need to i'm uh, sure need, she knows yeah she, sure does. she knows so the i'll answers. talk to her after this but yeah it was pretty good yeah
1: i liked it too i mean uh I didn't say they sounded like Jack Johnson, but now that Jake said that, I can definitely see it, and I agree with it. But um, not so much on this track. I think I think like it was curious Grady,
0: George Jack yeah, Johnson like, again. Twenty percent of the time, not this track.
1: I think I think what Grady said though, this track is definitely quintessential for them. I, I think the tracks that I do like a lot from them, it is for the guitar work mainly. Um, I think it's just a unique style of like guitar work that they put forth. But yeah,
0: when's the album come out?
1: Uh, I think June in june i think in june that's next month so it's coming soon um i'm excited yeah if if the rest of the album is is this quality then i think it's gonna be pretty solid for then them.
0: maybe it could show up on best of quarter two who knows we'll could see be. all right tyler what'd you pick
1: all right so uh i picked a single by the artist faye webster um <clears throat> the track's called cheers and uh yeah i'm not i was just trying to look up if she has a forthcoming record maybe she Grady does i think knows when yeah, she it does. is i think she does but i'm just not sure it's, when it's in like june, june or 25th. July. looks like june 25th there you go yeah her next album i know i'm funny ha ha i know that's statement wow. um she's anyway she's kind of she's, a quirky artist yeah she's a little quirky um this track is cool it kind of gave me like a little bit of like saint vincent vibe mm, to it mm-hmm. which is different for her like her last record, um, or the one that I'm familiar with, I'm not sure when it ca- when it came out, but like it has like a... like a, a year or two ago, I think. Yeah, a couple of years ago, but like... It's more like pedal steel. Yeah, it's like and... I like got pedal steel and like some like a little bit different stuff for... She's she's mainly like an indie artist, I guess. Um, is she's said, on a record label that is mostly rappers, which I think is kind of interesting. Huh. Weird. Yeah, she's definitely got some like interesting quirks, but... um. I just think uh, I like her vocals a lot. Like, definitely a nice, clean voice and, like, good songwriter, good um, good instrumentation on her stuff. So this one is cool. was a little bit more... A little bit more distortion and like a little, a little bit different. I like a little the more like power poppy. I um, like the chorus of this song. That's my favorite part. I, other I, like the music, I like the music. I
0: like the verse guitar and stuff. I wasn't exactly sold on the vocal styling during yeah. the verses. And then it got a little more traditional and layered for the chorus. But, yeah, I could see that. But this, I looked through yeah. the similar artists on, on Spotify and it's like... It's like they broke up Big Thief into every individual. Like, if you yeah. like this, you'll like Baby Big Bridgers. Thief. Yeah. Adrian Lanker, yeah. Buck Meek, yeah. and then Frankie yeah. Rose Bridgers or whatever. And, and I was just like, oh, this is like everybody yeah. Tyler's ever picked to be on this show. Oh, wow. Um, Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um,
1: I, I like this artist. I liked her last album a lot. This isn't my favorite song from her, but um, I'm still, you know, I, I didn't dislike it. And I'm still interested in in the album because I don't think... I don't yeah. think every song on the album is going to sound like this, so I'm I'm curious to see where she'll go for the whole album. But yeah, I like her, so it's a, it's a pretty good song. I almost picked the uh, the collab between Trixie Mattel and uh, Orville Peck, <laughs> okay. but I didn't I don't want to didn't want to get too crazy on you, Jake.
0: Well, that's that's fine. I've been seeing people post a lot about that. Yeah. I don't really know a whole bunch. about It's also Orville a cool Peck. track.
1: <laughs> if you I I don't know, maybe I'll get hated on for it, but I think it's a good take on like a classic classic. It's country like a song. cover, right? Yeah, it's a cover. I I was new. It's like a traditional country song. Or not traditional, but classic country song. Um... This All right. is like Johnny Cash. All right, and now for the, the yeah. most we're gonna, we're important, gonna, the craziest one. Yeah, we're here gonna we set go.
0: the record straight here before it gets out to the tabloids or whatever, because there's <laughs> recorded evidence of this show of me obviously feeling a different way. And you know what? I think that just speaks to my growth as a person. It's oh, a yeah. big year. You could actually uh, do
1: this. Oh, this is why Grady suggested the theme, huh? What? Yeah. The no, next well, theme.
0: I'm not yeah. gonna. Well, let's not get crazy. Okay. I'm just okay, saying okay. I'm open to the direction it's going in. <laughs> Everybody, preemptively, fuck off. I don't want to hear about it. But my single of the week <laughs> is, the new, me. is the new Billie Eilish song. Uh, was it Lose Your Power? Is it Yours. just called Your Your Power? Your Power. See, I didn't listen to it that much, but I was shocked at the first listen that I have when it dropped next week. And I texted these guys in the morning because I was drinking my coffee. Like, one yeah. of the first things I woke up, and I don't know why I felt compelled to like even click on it. I'm like, oh, new Billie Eilish. Like, I kind of told <laughs> her to fuck know. off like You're a like, year ago. Cool.
1: I'm really angry, so I want to get more angry. It
0: was good because mm. um, it's it's real simple. It's it's folky. It's built around you know a pretty pretty nice, pretty sounding guitar riff, and she's ditched the whole I'm fucking edgy pseudo goth thing, which I think was my biggest complaint. Wow. Well, and well, maybe she's maybe. had three
1: singles out from this album so far, and two of them I've liked a lot. Which was this one See, and your future? I think or my my future. Yeah, that one's super good. I too. like that one a lot. I, the the, the, I, the other one is more of that pseudo goth thing, and I, that's my least favorite. Like, move away singles. from it, like
0: you know. I was giving Johnny Marr shit last year for working with her and stuff, but like this song was okay, and you know, I think I'm just saying this to Dude. get. Uh, my sister who loves Taylor Swift angrier like I thought this was folkier than like anything on folklore. Dude like true. it just, also uh, also true. Billie
1: Eilish has a great fucking voice. Like she does have a really good voice. come at me if you disagree. But well, I, would she
0: never really I want to hear her belt it out and see if she dude, can sustain I don't know. it at a loud she's got, voice. More like she's got like some trees. She's got some
1: chops vocals. for sure. But Jake I will say this song has a striking resemblance as to, Grady pointed out to, to Restacks Stacks by boney Vare. And I listened to them like back to back, and I was like, "It's basically the same riff with basically the same vocal line in a different key." I don't think it's the same. And a it's, a key. Di- maybe it's, it's definitely the key different. different. It's not and like tonally a, like it's, it's, it's not gonna be like a copyright lawsuit, but like it is fucking inspired. And it's it doesn't. I don't. Similar. It doesn't
0: have the the chorus hook. No, no, no. no. Like the that, chorus is different. No, 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 I, after no, no, Grady no, no, said no, that,
1: after Grady said that, I I looked at it and I was like holy shit and then i showed it to charlotte she was like holy shit and then she showed it to a friend and her friend was like yeah we should like put them back to back because they're really close i'm but not only, gonna do that though. but only but... on the verses and like the hook is what i'll say
0: yeah. yeah and you know obviously like topical lyrics big big fuck you to the you know the toxic state of things the whole you know everything sucks and I think it's yeah. important for you know someone like her to be talking about that with the platform that she has. And uh, dude,
1: people are like mad criticizing her though for the fact that she like is selling out, like dropping the goth edgy thing. Like they're like saying, "What like, is that? She's a pop artist." It's like, wow, look how look how uh, you know great you can be when you have money and fame. And it's like, really. Like, That's, I mean take I, that yeah, out of it same or whatever yeah people like love again, Taylor Swift I know you, it's so and ironic and she's had but. phases
0: too and just like when it's done well and again I don't want any sound bites to be isolated from this fucking statement that I'm having but like you know Bowie did that every couple of years. Again, this yeah. is a disclaimer that I'm not saying Billie Eilish is this generation's David Bowie, and nobody should say that. But it's like, who gives a shit?
1: I mean, dude, she's also like, 19 years old, yeah, so like, I mean, young. come on, guys. Like, you can reinvent yourself before you're fucking yeah. 20. Dude, like, people, let's get, let's give it people have been giving her shit for years about random stuff that is so stupid, like I know. about her appearance, and her, her body style, her body, and yeah. it's like, shut the fuck up. Well, well that I know. sounds it's okay. So well, that annoying. sounds like what was I was crazy. doing
0: with the last album, but it's just you know, I've. No, but worse, like, the worst, like really, more toxic stuff. Really
1: toxic shit. Yeah. And it's like she's a kid, dude. I know, like I she's know. this young artist. She's like obviously has a really good voice. She's very talented in that aspect. And like she's just like trying to do her thing. And like people always try to like bug her. And I guess that's like part of being a celebrity, or whatever. You have to yeah. you know you have to take that shit because People are stupid and well, now we
0: sound like a Billie Eilish apologist podcast. (laughs) And I was just saying, (laughs) the song was good, and I just wanted to share. I've never never had a
1: problem with Billie Eilish. I I, have an episode about where I'm like, I I didn't dislike her last album, so
0: and me neither, Jake. Duh,
1: Jake, you're all right. Anyway, on that note, um, we'll pick another theme. I think we got one in the works, yeah,
0: we got one in the works, uh, artist named Billy. Uh, so billy joel uh billy eilish and give me another billy guy
1: i thought we were doing albums Mm. that start with q billy billy Bragg. oh
0: wait did you already say billy idol no i didn't say i would do billy idol instead of billy Bragg. but anyway (laughs) we'll be in person now so uh stoked to see you guys in person on a more regular basis feels good to be back in here follow us on the socials what do we we got Twitter and Instagram? Is that what we're doing? We have a Twitter. I don't even have a Twitter. We have a Twitter. We do have a
1: Twitter, Dang. but it's much less active. Also check out the Spotify playlists if you want the full listen of our picks.
0: Yeah, so that's on there and we'll put that in the in the bio. I had a request and it was just one request, but at this point where we can Deny hand it. count how many people <laughs> uh someone said to uh upload the episodes to YouTube if they're not using a streaming service. Mm because some people have youtube what's can, so you like can
1: you not listen to them if you don't pay for spotify like you should still be able to listen right can you yeah like you a free can. spotify like, I, I think I'd, you can make By a... the time but i got yeah, into I guess...
0: podcasts i was already paying but i'm open i know what's yeah. youtube's paid <laughs> subscription youtube red or something like that where you can play it on your phone yeah i
1: guess youtube's a little more accessible um, yeah so
0: i could i could look into that you know just uh whatever whatever you guys need all 12 of you yeah including you know half of that would be our parents so whatever uh, best suits you burn me a CD let us with... let us know i'm not gonna do that it wouldn't fit on a cd they're too damn long uh but thank you guys and uh check out the playlist and follow us on twitter and instagram and um you know let us know what a, you think should mad lib have sung on the record give us your thoughts yeah. text in and uh, we'll go over the results next time have a great day
1: or night <laughs>
0: whenever you're morning yeah whenever
1: you're listening if you're on the toilet have a good one
0: <laughs> have a safe drive if you're driving <laughs> wow.
1: that's a different way to end it Grady. there you
0: go <laughs> all right that's wrap her up <laughs> all right Till next time <laughs> hit it